Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast, episode 78. There we go. I almost didn't have that this week. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me today is the icy one of the group. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? You ain't lying, brother. This is ridiculous. This is... (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a little it's a little better today than it was at the end of the week but well yeah it, it at least got up to 40 degrees today everything melted yeah <laughs> so but also joining us this week as we stated last week is our fire brother himself good old jared jared how are you doing welcome to the podcast Boys, thanks for having me on this week. I really appreciate it. I think the timing is more than perfect for us to be reviewing an episode called Fire and Ice, considering, like you said, it was 40, it was 40 degrees outside today. For real. And I think that's the highest that we're going to freaking get it out here. Jesus, this weather is so confusing. I swear. I'm telling you, I think that the, I think this is what we need to name our name of our new uh Snow blow and fire company. This is we're going to call ourselves Fire and Ice. I think it's more than fitting. You bring the blow torch, I'll bring the snow blow. For real, but all right, you're just going to leave it. At, you'll bring the blow. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> what a slogan! That ought to catch somebody's eye on a billboard. Next to some, next to a billboard, a Brian Urlacher has hair. In Chicago. You bring the torch. I got the blow, but. <laughs> so all right everybody but um thank you for clicking on this week's episode as as i stated in the intro this is episode 78 fire and ice and we have our good friend jared on the show today jared i asked you um a couple weeks ago to um to come on to the show and you stated to me a couple days ago that this was one of your more favorite episodes of the series um what is your background in pokemon like growing up so i would again just kind of going way back to the beginning i mean i'm a lifelong childhood fan of this um i was collecting cards you know back in school we were connecting our game boys so that we could battle um collecting all the different games the card games on pc i mean hell i was even going to like pokemon live and i think you and i have shared that story before we have like that mecha that mecha mewtwo card that they uh they passed out to us at the shows yes um that that they would not um, let me use in a pokemon tournament those yeah no kidding (laughs) yeah i guess guess it was op huh um 
But uh, just in general, this this part of the series, I guess, is just my favorite, just because I mean they went into the whole battle tournament, and there's just a lot of good, a lot of good back and forth in these in the like, probably this series of ten episodes here. So it's it's a good time to bring me on here and talk about this with you guys. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. And <clears throat> I was watching this episode. Um, obviously, we're going to review it, everybody. But I was watching this episode, and I was like, wait a minute, they're starting with round two because the next episode i i got a little confused it says the fourth round i was like wait a minute we've only had one round so far and then yeah. i watched this <laughs> they're they're literally starting at the end of the second round i wish they could have dedicated one episode to each round of the pokemon league like i don't think i mean with all the filler episodes they could have gotten rid of one of these damn filler episodes and filled in this battle that he was having at the beginning because i want to see what the first two damn pokemon that he used in <laughs> at the beginning of this episode but i right? yeah and i completely agree i mean and of course we'll kind of go into this further in like our reviews later in the episodes because you guys do like a star rating or something right at the very end here yes um, we do and i think that's going to kind of affect mine because you're right i mean they really do squeeze almost like two rounds in this one and they only kind of give us partials of each of these battles and it's like why not just dedicate like one single episode to each of these just to give it the time it needs <laughs> Yeah, and I I completely forgot because it, it's been a while since I've watched these Pokemon League episodes, and I mean obviously looking forward and having the the names of the episodes, I always I, I was still confused. I was like, why? I was like, what happened? Did we skip around and <laughs> or or they just give a result or something? I was like, why is it going from one and then this episode and then now we're in the fourth round? I was like, what the hell is going on here? But <laughs> well, well, what you see, well, what you see is Pokemon, Pokemon TV decided to go on this whole uh, canceling thing, and they Misty, I guess, got naked in between episodes, and they had to delete this <laughs> one to make it a little bit more fa- family friendly, and, and here we are. <laughs> they had to cut out a whole lot of Brock on this episode. Let me just tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with all these officer jennies and nurse joys running around he about lost his damn mind i know for real so all right everybody so as as we said today this episode is called fire and ice or translated from japan um ice field blazing battle and this episode had um, premiered in Japan December 24th of 1998. And here in the States, it premiered November 6th of 1999. And Doug, um, in our little preamble um, before recording, I, um, I was told that you are going first this week, my brother. Yeah, and I almost, I almost feel like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to give it to you because it's not the game we're playing, but I almost feel like with the amount of legwork that you did on yours, you should <clears throat> get to go first, but you know, that's <laughs> where the cookie crumbles. Um, Bastard. <laughs> I mean, you know, and credit to you, and I mean, we'll get to it, and I promise I'm not uh, stretching to figure out one uh, final bit of information, because um, that would be unprofessional. <laughs> um, As he's clicking in the background, God. God, find it, find it, find it. Hey, hey, <laughs> that's hey, not a prediction. Hey, that's a spoiler. Hey, hey, hey shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but so um, I kind of took a, a page out of your book uh, this week, and I went for two things um, <laughs> because they're pretty much, I would say, tied at the hip 
Um, because on November 6th of 1860, the hell did that tab go? God damn it. Um, Abraham Lincoln is elected the 16th president of the United States. And on November 6th, 1861, Jefferson Davis is elected as the president of the Confederacy. Oh, oh, okay. And obviously, you know, you're talking 60, 61, you're talking, um, very early stages of the American Civil War between the North and the South. And I mean, that's a story. I mean, obviously Lincoln, um, probably one of the more noteworthy presidents. Yeah. Um, he kills vampires, you know, he's a vampire hunter now. Um, the book is better than the movie. Stop me. If you've heard that one. Um, Dude, don't even get me started on books. I just started rereading the Animorph. Um, books and boy. that was such a good, that was such a good series. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I started listening to audio books on Animorphs, so <laughs> that and Percy Jackson. But <laughs> Percy Jackson was a Ooh. Percy Jackson was a great series, and unfortunately, when they tried to, when they tried to make a movie, they they finally got it right Failed. the second the, the second time around. But by that point, it was about eight and a half years too late. Nobody cared anymore. Exactly. <laughs> my, I, I started listening to the audio book and my son was over there and he heard some of it in the audio book. He's like, oh, maybe I can watch this. So he went right in his room and turned on the movie and fell asleep. <laughs> yeah that'll do it the things that your son does just continues to make me shake my head like the fact that that boy has a a life-size slappy doll and he's not terrified at all by the goosebumps books <laughs> meanwhile i'm still going to therapy for those books in the, in the tv series you know i on one of the more recent books that i have bought um was rl stein's fear street um oh, it, so it was good. it was a double whammy book it had two in one it had um the mm-hmm. dead the dead boyfriend and give me a K I L L give me a kill. But, um, they had it abbreviated, but man, I can't wait to dive into those as well. I have so many books that I need to read. (laughs) Did you guys, uh, did you guys catch the fear street series that they put together on Netflix? Um, I heard about it, but I have not watched it. I heard how good it was. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I heavily recommend it. Okay. Then I, I yeah because I, I I got the book um, just going to Barnes and Noble and just wanting to um, find a new book and that was the book that I picked and I was like oh okay I was like I can give this a, a, a listen to as well and I found an audio book on it and I'm I'm gonna dive into that as well I got so many freaking books <laughs> but uh, all right everybody um you didn't come in here to listen to us talk about books you came on here to listen to us talk about Pokemon but before that. Um, my date happened in 1966, and on November 6th, this was the first entire lineup televised in color, broadcasted off of NBC. And good old Dougie Fresh um, on the preamble made me do my homework to find this lineup. <laughs> so the lineup that was broadcast in English, or I was about to say in English, in color. <laughs> was the bell telephone hour um walt disney's wonderful world of color Hmm. um a tv show called hey landlord 
um, Bonanza, and the Andy Williams Show. All broadcast in color. And if you were watching in the summertime, you had Animal Secrets, Walt Disney's World of Color, Let's Make a Deal, Bonanza, and The Saint. So I can only speak on some of those shows. I know my dad used to watch the Andy Williams show. A lot of um, people did. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I was familiar with the name Andy Williams, and obviously I know Bonanza, but other mm-hmm. than that. And then obviously Walt Disney's, you know, familiar worldwide. But. Yeah. And the, the Walt Disney's wonderful world of color <laughs> for anyone that's wondering, it was a one hour um, stretch of anything Disney, anything they wanted to put on about Disney in that one hour went there. So How cool is that. Yeah. I wonder if they've, I wonder if they've got that featured on Disney plus or like one of those behind the scene documentaries or something on it or something down there. I'm sure they do. Um, but honestly, I mean, the the uh, <clears throat> the television series had anything from like Walt Disney Presents or The Wonderful World of Disney. I think ABC still does it, um, if I'm not. Uh, they, they did forever because it was, you know, I don't think they do it as much because it used to be either six or seven o'clock on a Sunday to like nine. And now it's, hmm. um, now it's like game shows. So they used to do it. Cause that was when it used to be like, Oh, this is the first time they're showing toy story on television or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or, you know. And I, and I, I fully remember watching that growing up. I mean, uh, most people have Disney or can bootleg Disney or I've, I've, cause it was their way of advertising. Oh, here's a little taste of what you can watch all day, every day on our Disney channel is what it. <laughs> became in the 90s i'll never forget that (laughs) (laughs) my have we come a long way now i know but of course we don't advocate piracy on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) really doug (laughs) i don't don't know what you're talking about i don't advocate piracy boy all right if if people haven't pirated something in their life, something is wrong with you. <laughs> never in my never in, never in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. Being cut, I'm down the middle. And... All right, all right. Right before we get into the podcast, I I got a funny story, and this oh, is how this is how clean <laughs> this is how clean Doug was back back in the day. Okay, I, what are you I, about to do? Because remember, you got this supposed roast coming up. <laughs> yes, I know. But uh, for people that are wondering what he's talking about, we're doing a roast of Wrestling Chris G for my birthday this upcoming year. And you're like, why would you want to do that on your birthday? A dumb I'm, man. He's a very <laughs> dumb man. But it's, it's coming up. It's going to be this summer. It's going to be wonderful. And maybe I'll broadcast it as no, I'm not going to broadcast, but it will be recorded. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it can put be it taped, the, but it can't be live broadcast. Put, wait, wait. <laughs> put it on the Patreon. There you go. That'll bring us funds. <laughs> yeah, it will. But um, but yeah, um, fuck. What was I? What was I saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I oh, 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 oh. Um, what Doug? How Doug used to. <laughs> be all clean i i would pirate back in high school for me i i would pirate music all the time but doug i tried to get this boy from freshman year and i think he finally (laughs) cracked in senior year 
to i was like dude i can just make you these cds it'll save you so much money but he was a collector and he was against piracy and probably a little scared to pirate anything as well but boy oh boy <laughs> how have the times changed doug <laughs> well i mean you know cut to the cut to today and obviously it's all streaming anyway I yeah mean, exactly <laughs> but i was just ahead of the- <laughs> Wow. Why do I picture like high school you standing in like a back alley somewhere with some dark trench coat with CDs jammed in there and it's filmed like a cheesy dare video like back in the day? Like, kids, don't commit to piracy now. Because that was and me. There I, and there I am walking into my Best Buy with my 20 bucks. <laughs> it's funny because, um, it, and, and I'll never give his name, but I used to make movies for one of my teachers um, in high school because I would get these movies. I would put them on DVDs and I, I would legit give it to the teacher and the teacher would buy them off me for like five bucks. A pop. <laughs> Back in kind the day. of movies. <laughs> not, the, not those type of movies. <laughs> just like regular movies. Like I would well, just. That's die- how you pass that class. <laughs> So, all right, everybody. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast so far, but it's time to get into this week's episode. Let me go ahead and get a minute in, and I will start this week's um, podcast. Um, Jared, Jared, um, we we normally, I'll I'll throw it to you or I'll throw it to Doug um, to go over uh, a piece of the episode, but I'll start it off so you kind of know how we how we um, review these properly. Sure. So, <clears throat> all right, everybody, here we go. So this week we start with a full re well, basically a full recap of last week's episode, how they jam packed that entire battle into like 30 seconds still astonishes me, but it goes through <laughs> You're stupid for watching the whole episode last week. I know. I mean, for real. I should have waited until um, round four to find out what happened in two and three. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this week, um, we, of course, we went through everything about how Ash and Krabby, who then turned into Kingler, um, did a full sweep in the very first round. And Ash was one lucky son of a bitch. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But then we immediately jump into this week's episode after the title card, Fire and Ice. And we are on um, the second round and each of the competitors, um, according to the announcer, Challenger Red and then Ash Ketchum. I mean, the guy didn't even get it get a name i mean they couldn't even name him like tony like it's not red show is it it's ash's show (laughs) (laughs) but um and that still kind of bugs me um ever since um carl brought that up last week he's like yeah they they didn't even give them names it was challenger green and challenger red and i i noticed it when they started this battle i'm like oh they're like challenger red is about to send out his pokemon and it's a nidorino 
I appreciate it because I was the who's that Pokemon last week. Nice callback. Isn't it kind of how they named the characters when you played the video game anyway, though? Like they'd have those weird quirky names or something like Homeless Trainer or something like that challenges you to a battle. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We ran away from him because he smelled funny. Um... (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. That's not a Pokemon. (laughs) Well, no, and but... To to Carl's point from last week, it, it made a little bit more sense when it was just two random, you know, guys and it wasn't involving Ash, but for it to be Ash going up against Trainer in the red corner is very lazy. <laughs> it's right. very lazy. Like they dubbed this. They could have easily have given him a name. Like how how hard would it have been to name him or Trainer X or just like they could have given him some cool name, but or little runt or take something from the video game. What what were those little trainers called? The little kids in the in red and blue version? What oh, were they okay. called? Uh, take me back here. I, can't I think know of what this. you're I know yeah. what you're talking about. Like I believe it was like schoolboy or some something like yes. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it could have been like schoolboy or like they could have like gave but schoolboy no. Mark or something like that. Give him a wrestling name or something like that. <laughs> or or even just you know because it's red, so you don't want to do too much in the dub. Just call him like Rob or Rick or Riley <laughs> or something. Yes, exactly. But no, but Ash is is battling um, Trainer Red. So and I had a I had a problem with this. So last week. Brock and Misty were in the stands. They're on the battlefield this week. So um, they're sitting behind Ash and they're giving Ash like pointers during this battle, which I fully believe is cheating. How do you have two gym leaders behind you getting ready to uh, or giving you like pointers as to how to battle? But Ash is like, okay, you're using a Nidorino. I know exactly who I'm going to use. And, Pikachu is getting ready. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me go out there. He goes, Squirtle, and just throws Pikachu all off his <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, Pikachu, and Pikachu was like, oh, shit. And <laughs> 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 just falls on the ground. But, Squir- <laughs> but Squirtle comes out, jumps onto a rock, <laughs> and it's now go time. And Doug, do you want to go over the next part of this battle? So, um, the announcer gives Ash way too much credit. (laughs) (laughs) He says, oh, young Mr. Ketchum must be um, preparing to utilize Squirtle's hard shell against uh, Nidorino's um, charging attack. Uh, Bullshit. He just threw him out there because he wasn't thinking. (laughs) Um, And the trainer... um, Red. Red. Red, right, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, calls out a tackle, uh, and Brock has to say, it's a tackle! It's like he can't fucking see him running. <laughs> I thought and he was coming to give me a hug. <laughs> exactly, I thought he was just being friendly. Um, <laughs> so Squirtle disappears into his shell, and Nidorino runs full tilt into this rock and Squirtle's just a rolling and he's just a roll and Nidorino's char- and, uh, gaining on him. Nidorino was an idiot. He had a, he had a stationary Squirtle that he could have easily have just charged his horn in at. But 
see, but it, it, it's it's not even five minutes into the episode. <laughs> too much logic. And see, this, um, this is this is why Trainer Red didn't even get a name. He didn't even think of that. Right for, for real. Again, yeah. The the announcer's giving Ash too much credit. You're giving the, the nameless trainer too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Squirtle, um, I guess by happenstance, uh, uses a incline go up and at the apex of the journey keep out of his shell is somehow not dizzier than shit because <laughs> he rolled for about half of a football field you figure um pops himself out of his shell uses water gun hits Nidorino square in the face in, into and oh damn near through a rock <laughs> Yeah, and then just freaking Roman Reigns through a barricade spears him, <laughs> and he's out. Yeah, two moves: water gun and skull bash, and boom. And okay, <clears throat> and hear me out on this. And how many times have we seen Squirtle inside of its shell use water gun, and it's like really good? I thought I was ready to watch Squirtle like just start rolling, 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 go all the way up. And then do some kind of like style points water gun, not pop his whole body out. I wanted that whole shell <laughs> to fill up with water, spray the mess out of Nidorino, and then go in for a freaking skull bash afterwards. But I mean, I, I must be asking too much of the writers at this point. <laughs> I, I think you are. Um, and then just looking at the scoreboard right before they declare Ash the winner. Squirtle was Ash's last Pokemon. Yeah, who were his other two Pokemon that he was using? Right. Right. I mean, I'm, I, you know, obviously it wasn't Pikachu because he right. was ready to go. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you, Pidgeotto probably. Maybe. Yeah. I know, I, I know it wasn't Charizard. He's got Bulbasaur at this point, too, I think. They could, he easily could have used him. He didn't even use and, Pikachu in the first round. And so, as Carl so eloquently pointed out, he could have had him, if he'd have used Pikachu, he'd have had him done in three Thundershocks. <laughs> <laughs> For real. And, you know, that, that you know, spoiler alert, that comes back around, you know, today. But, mm -hmm. I mean, we'll get into that. So, I mean, oh, sorry, Jarrett. No, I was just going to say, wouldn't you want to save your best weapon for last? I, for real. Like, when I'm playing... When I was playing red and blue, I mean, I I kept my strongest Pokemon for the for the last Pokemon because I I knew that they were gonna kill all the other five of my Pokemon by the time I got all the way to the top. But my secret weapon was either my Charizard, my Dragonite, or my Mewtwo if I had a Mewtwo, and that those were my go tos, and that's kind of still my go tos. But <laughs> but all right, Jared. So off in the distance, we see Gary. You want to go over um, this next part of the scene, my man? Well, yeah. Well, of course. And we were just talking about the controversy of Ash having, you know, Misty and Brock behind him. I mean, Gary's got a whole cheer squad literally behind him um, <laughs> during his matches as well. But it's just kind of, again, a short teaser of us leading into that potential battle that we might get to see soon with Ash and Gary. Um, and again, Gary's just kind of in disgust, shaking his head and, 
you know, always talking about how Ash is always jumping the gun and getting exciting over the simplest things. And like, you know, like he just won the whole tournament already. Um, and again, like I said, just kind of keeping us in anticipation for the, the two better, better battlers of their hometown. So that's just kind of what they're setting us up for here. For real. And Gary's one of my more, I mean, I know he doesn't show up in many episodes, but when he does show up, I like fanboy over Gary. Like I love Gary because Gary is such <laughs> a dick to Ash. <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally stood here, Ash not even know, knowing, and he's like, Ash wins two battles and he thinks he's won the whole thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, every time we turn around, I mean, Gary was always accomplishing all these, you know, incredible feats or whatnot. Like it would, you know. Ash, it would take him forever to collect like 10 Pokemon or something. And then <laughs> Gary's got like, you know, 72 of the same kind, <laughs> you know, back at Professor Oak's uh, office. So it's like, it just always seems like Gary's always pulling off the impossible in the background. For real. We we had an episode uh, a couple episodes ago where um, Ash came back into Pallet Town. He went to Professor Oak's house and at Professor Oak's house, there was Gary. He was having a cup of tea. And they go into the back to look at everyone's Pokemon and there's a bunch of green balls. And Gary was like, oh, see, you do have a lot of Pokemon. And then Professor Oak knocks Ash on his ass and was like, yeah, those are all Tauros. <laughs> <laughs> he did not tell him that. <laughs> oh, I mean, they were, they were green balls with an S on them. It's not like they were regular Pokeballs that he just had a... Uh, finger pains with (laughs) (laughs) but i was like well damn and ash all ash wanted because they kept going back and forth the entire episode it was getting down to it to where ash and gary were about to have a battle to train their pokemon and and then gary's like yeah i'm too tired now i'm just gonna go and get some i'm gonna go and get some rest and then professor oak comes over and it's like here fix the fence that your tauros broke and that's like (laughs) oh (laughs) so (laughs) so all right everyone so back, (laughs) back in the episode this is where we get Jesse, James, and Meowth for the first time. And they're sitting there, they're, they're popping their head out of three trash cans. And they're not they're not in the scene long, but they have a line that I just started cracking up about. Um, they're like, man, everybody over there is cheering for Ash, and we're over here in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> just, just feeling all sorts of defeated. Because who told... Can either one of you who told them that they had to hide out in the trash to watch this thing? Like for real? Could they not have been on the side? (laughs) I would imagine after uh, last week when they got escorted out, I would imagine their pictures probably up at the the entry gate or whatever. Probably. Of all the times for them to pull out some sort of a kooky disguise, though, that they always have, you'd think this would be the time to at least be able to, you know, try to sit in the stands or whatnot and be closer to the action. <laughs> Luckily, we're not in the 2000s yet where Giovanni has his little cameras that can just follow up on you at any given point. <laughs> but, but uh, and, and spoiler for like later on, but um, me, me and Doug. Um, review the the black and white series of Pokemon and Ooh. and bro the those episodes Team Rocket is our Team Rocket are actually badasses 
it's like, also they're competent. Yeah, they oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're complete competent. They're doing some 007 type shit. Like, but it's fu- but it's fucked up because something happened in Japan um, after reading the stories. We're leading up to some big episode that never happens and it kind of makes me mad because team rocket jesse and james are doing all these badass things and we never get to see the payout because they never aired those episodes because of what because of what happened in japan i was like ah sob right (laughs) there are some episodes where they're legitimately the highlight they're only in it for like five minutes yeah (laughs) (laughs) just complete badasses so, but um, James comes up with an idea in this episode. He's like, we're going to go in there and we're going to swipe this Pikachu and we're going to swipe this Pikachu the proper way. And that's how we'll get on with the show. Ba-boom. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of winking at the camera for all of us fans that are watching Pokemon. But um, Jared, do you want, you want to um, go through this next part? Because Ash was a, dick and i hope you caught on to this too but um when misty walks into the room and all the pokemon are there yeah so like basically like after they've had this long hard fought couple of days here in this tournament like ash once again is just like completely oblivious to what is going on around him and he himself is now looking to seek out some food in the area without taking care of his pokemon or healing them up or giving them anything so brock and misty are then left to feed the pokemon to make sure that they're ready for the next their next part of the tournament. Oh, and so then it just I just caught I just caught something in in a freeze frame. We found we find out who Ash's three Pokemon were in that battle. There you oh, go. The three oh, Pokemon the three Pokemon that are eating, which are Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Pidgeotto. So there you go, Doug. Yeah, you were right. Pidgeotto was one of those three Pokemon that he was using in that battle. But sorry, sorry to cut you off, Jared. I just happened to catch that in a freeze frame no that's a that's a good catch although, although that, that to be back. fair to be fair uh kingler's also eaten as well true true damn well i'm I'm still going with those with three pokemon that he was using <laughs> yeah, no i would say that's probably a fair bet because i would imagine um unless ash is on the ball enough which we clearly see he's not <laughs> he wouldn't have taken kingler to a training center he probably would figure, oh, he just ran through <clears throat> free Pokemon. <laughs> he doesn't need rest because he barely got hit, and he barely did. Right, he, he did. You got to remember too; he just he just evolved, also, so he probably doesn't need as much food as he can get right now. Right, that is true. But um, but all right. Um, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Jared. Um, you you want to continue the the scene real quick? Yeah, so I mean, like I said, they're just kind of going through there and they're commenting about how irresponsible Ash is. And oh, yeah, he was hungry, so he just went to go get something to eat. And it's like, wow, you didn't even, you didn't even think to feed your other Pokemon. <laughs> just and a then, uh, dick move. Sorry. <laughs> well, just a dick move. And he, once again, he's just being irresponsible. But it looks at least the Pokemon are being happy and fed now. We get a cute little scene with Togepi as usual. Um, getting to try some food and squirrel, it, it gets, yeah, looks to sh- looks to share with some uh, food Togepi. So we get another moment for her. It's adorable. Yeah, I love Togepi. I I love it. Like later on, like once Togepi finally evolves, like that is such a great 
great episode, but man, we got a long time before we get to that episode, Doug. <laughs> so, all right. And Doug, um, I'll have, since I did um, the one before Jared, I'll have you take over the next part with Ash walking the streets, bro. So, well, <laughs> walking the streets. Um, <laughs> so, Ash is bumping around. He's like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I gotta, I gotta find something to eat." You're probably just as t- as hungry as I am. You know, Pikachu's hanging onto his hat and everything. <laughs> you know, why didn't Pikachu get left behind? There was clearly enough Pokemon food to go around. <laughs> um, but again, logic. Um, <laughs> you know, um, he, so he's walking, and we're like, we're like bang in the middle of this downtown area. And, you know, we're here in, um, on the road to Viridian City. Um, we've got uh, billboards for Pokemon in Love. Um, I love how they put a cameo of Pokemon in Love um, in the background. I, I, I did like that. That was a nice I love that they. I love that they had Road to Viridian City playing in the background. That's one of my favorite Pokemon songs. Oh, oh, quiz, quiz, quiz. Because um, I didn't know this until um, until a certain guest was on the show. But you know who see, who made that song? I mean, my guess would be Jason, but I don't. Yes. I don't know if it was Jason made that song. Jason Page made um, Viridian City. Yes, he did. No kidding. That's awesome. I that's know. Two, that's two hit songs <laughs> in this show. <laughs> I know two in one show. I didn't even put that together. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Doug. So yeah, um, you know, there's and you know, so we see the billboard. There's little knickknacks of uh, a fable, and there's a little uh, cubone bobblehead. Um, Ash, um, you know, comes across a, a parade. There's a, a dragonite and a onyx, and he he kind of. Is in in brighter spirits, even though I mean I would still be focused on the fact that I was hungry. I mean, just because uh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm somewhere and I'm thirsty, I don't immediately forget that I'm thirsty just because I happen to see roller coasters or something. Um, but again, logic. Um, and then Brock and Misty come running up. Brock's he must have been ashes. roaming for hours. Just saying. <laughs> I just I don't understand it because Rock wants to be a Pokemon breeder. Yes. He's he's we've seen him experimenting with recipes of Pokemon food before. I mean, you can make the argument and I won't stop you that these aren't his Pokemon to be looking after. But in the same vein, him and Misty were literally sitting in the area during the last match. So, I mean, how involved are we really in this? Is this, you know, kind of a it takes a village kind of thing? Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, where do we draw the line? And I also have a problem with this next part, too, that, that you're about to go over with the freaking Pokemon Center. It's fucking bullshit, but all right. Yeah, so so they basically so they catch up to Ash and they say, you know, how dare you forget your Pokemon? How are you that irresponsible? Ten years old, yada yada yada. Uh, cue Iris from Black and White calling him a kid, whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, so you know, and Ash is like, well, I haven't eaten and I'm hungry and I don't want to, 
don't want to fucking collapse and all this stuff. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, Brock has Ash's Pokeballs in his arms. And I, I, I guess he got them because the next scene, Brock's walking by himself. So they're discussing, you know, Ash's next uh, round, which we find out is going to be on the ice field, hence the title of the episode. Um, Ash is like, well, it's the ice field, you know. The guy I'm facing, or the person I'm facing, is obviously going to have water Pokemon, because I think it was pointed out last week that Ice-type wasn't a thing yet. Um, even though you've got Pokemon like Seal and Dugong that can use Ice Beam, but what the fuck do I know? <laughs> um, so Ash is basically, you know, just playing by the type, not playing... You know, never mind the fact that he has a... Well, I don't want to say anything, because obviously it plays in... So, I mean, it'll, we'll find out. It, it, if it wasn't his show, it would have bit him in the ass. Um, <laughs> and they finally come up on a Pokemon Center, and there's a huge-ass line, and everybody's got handfuls of Pokemon, and there's a big commotion, and we find out that due to the competition... The center's completely full, and if you're in immediate need, you need to find another center. And I thought that was complete bullshit. Like, shouldn't the Pokemon Center be ready for all competitors, or was everyone and their mother going and, pu- <laughs> and, and pulling an Ash Ketchum and saying, okay, I'm hungry, so I'm going to go and eat, and then <laughs> wait, wait, waiting until the evening to go and heal their Pokemon? And the, the thing I thought about this, too, is like, and I used the example of, like, the Olympics. This town clearly was not prepared to host, like, an arena-type Pokemon tournament. Yes. Because you'd think you'd have almost, like, tents and centers. Because, I mean, you, they, we see it later in the episode. There are Nurse Joys from several cities in this area right now. So you'd think that, like, they'd have all these different places set up. Like, you wouldn't. When when somebody well, I use the example with the Olympics, when they clear a city for the Olympics, they've got to have the space for it and the capacity to do so. So it's just kind of funny that like they're almost like kicking themselves in this episode with exposing that. Yeah, and and not only that, but Nurse Joy didn't even say just that Pokemon Center. She said all Pokemon centers are filled and full to capacity. Please come back later is basically what she said. <laughs> and Brock Brock didn't hear jack shit. Brock is like, oh my god, it's the Pewter City Ooh. Nurse Joy. Oh my god. And freaking Missy's like, she's like, they all look exactly the same. And Brock just turns <laughs> into full-blown. He's like, what your eyes don't see is very clear to me. <laughs> just I full- was disappointed that we... What's up? I, uh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just disappointed we didn't get a, a Nurse Joy rundown like we got last week with the Officer Jenny. You know, this Officer Jenny keeps her skirt this much shorter. This <laughs> Officer Jenny has bangs. <laughs> and Miss, Missy's sitting there. She's like, Brock is a poet. I didn't know it. And Tokyo's like, Tokyo, 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 Tokyo. I was like, oh, so cute. Such a... <laughs> so. <laughs> we go straight from here and um 
Ash is looking at a, at the Pokemon League book that he got a couple weeks ago, well, a couple days ago, but a couple weeks ago um, that in the episode we reviewed with Grant. And he's looking through it and he's like, there has to be a Pokemon, uh, a Pokemon Center somewhere around here. But even though Nurse Joy just said, all the Pokemon Centers are full, Ash. It's like they, they were stupid when they were dubbing this episode. <laughs> and it's from here, Ash starts to smell some delicious food. And then he pulls up to an all-you-can-eat buffet. And Ash is like, oh my gosh, come on, let's go, Pikachu. And Missy's like, Ash, you're Pokemon. And Ash, full-blown dick, dick boy number two in this episode. Well, number, eh, I would say number three in this episode. Sits here and he's like, my Pokemon would understand. He's like, if I if I if I don't get any food in my belly, what use am I gonna be to my Pokemon? So they'll understand that I need to eat too. I haven't eaten all day. Which I mean, it's kind of a good point. I mean, when, when if all the Pokemon centers are completely full, what are you gonna do? Continue to look for a Pokemon center instead of kind of feeding yourself before all these places close for the night? It's I probably the one be, to be completely fair. Ash's Pokemon have at least eaten. Yes. And nobody looked like they needed to be in traction. <laughs> so, I mean, is, well, is he being a little selfish? Yes. But is he being completely out of line? I don't necessarily think so. Well, it's, it's Ash's fault Pikachu didn't eat because he, he makes point to say that him and Pikachu haven't eaten all day, but all the rest of his Pokemon ate. So yeah, just because he doesn't get to <laughs> take shelter in a pokey. Like, yeah, I mean, that makes no sense. Why did he? I mean, at... I didn't see Charizard eating any food. Maybe Charizard <laughs> is too much uh, trouble. <laughs> he's a big boy, that Charizard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. We haven't seen. How long has it been since we've actually seen Charizard? It uh, like recording episode wise, I would say a couple months. Um, it's been I the last oh actually I can tell you the last time the last time we saw Charizard was when he was getting his fire badge inside of the volcano with Magmar. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like you know, it's not like he's referred to. I mean, I think in a couple weeks' time, it's kind of an oh by the way kind of thing, isn't it? It's not like no Charizard makes an appearance in the Pokemon League. And I... <laughs> well, I un I understand that, but I'm saying like it's it's not like. The fact that Ash has a Charizard essentially in his back pocket. <laughs> it's irritating, it's baffling. I know. <laughs> it's 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 baffling. Just, it it's unfortunately unfortunately, I think in Ash's mind at this point, Charizard is still is still in stubborn mode. So he almost can't trust him in a tournament setting because he doesn't know what he's gonna do. And, and not even just that, but I mean, and we bring this up all the time, Jared, like Ash has all of his badges in the video game. When you get all of the badges, it don't matter if you get Joe Blow's Pokemon from, <laughs> from Cucamonga, like that, that, that Pokemon is going to obey you. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know where I came up with that, but I'm going to have to find me this Cucamonga area in the Pokemon games. <laughs> For real, <laughs> it's behind the truck that has the Mew. <laughs> 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 so, 
So, uh, so Ash, you know, he runs into this buffet, which boy, do I miss a buffet? Oh, um, I was just thinking that. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, be... I don't know if it's gonna, if it, it's, it might still be a hot minute before I go into another buffet, even though I mm-hmm. love them. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna have to take some convincing. Like, I'm gonna have to be like Ash Ketchum and. We're gonna have to be going somewhere and it's like well it's either the old country or we have to wait another three hours to get to a mcdonald's which would never happen <laughs> they're on every corner <laughs> right it's like walgreens um so yeah ash runs into this place and he gets in there and he's he's all gung-ho he's looking over the food pulls out his pockets and he has no money he starts to cry he's like well this is my luck and the Nice woman uh, walks up and says, "Would you like a plate?" And Ash is like, "Yeah, but I don't have any money." And or no, he says, "Well, yeah, but only if it's a collection plate." And then he laughs at his own joke because why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> and and he, basically, that's all we were missing. And um, he's like, "You mean it's for free?" And He's like, sure. And he's like, this is this is great. She must have seen my match. She must be a fan. I'll, I'll, I'll sign an autograph for her later after I'm after I'm fully uh, uh, satisfied. And he's he's basically doing leapfrogs over these tables, just filling up a plate. And, just, and <clears throat> Misty walks in and she sees Ash Pikachu at a table, just cowing and um. Misty says, boy, Ash, if you eat all this food, your belly's going to be as big as your head, which was a good line that got no <laughs> notice. I, I, like, I had to pause the I pause the show when I was watching it earlier. I wasn't expecting that. Um, and then and, um, and then Misty uh, oh, does what she normally does and just chops them at the knees. <laughs> that's, that's her job. She, she keeps them humble. Ash was so... Out of himself, he's so happy. He says, "I got all this food for free because nice lady at the at the counter is a fan." And she goes, "You idiot! All Pokemon League competitors get to eat for free." <laughs> so my my thought is this whole time. Um, so what was he doing? Was he getting gypped by people and people were charging him for food? He's like, he's like, I'll pay. And they're like, oh, you'll pay? Okay. <laughs> I'll take your money. <laughs> you can eat here anytime you want. They, they see the hayseed from Palatow and come walking in and they say, oh boy, this is a rube. <laughs> Here's a tourist that we can scam. Yeah. All right. He's even wearing Pokemon League merchandise. Look at that hat. <laughs> so, and then from here, um, we we almost get the death of Pikachu. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like that because Togepi jumps down after Misty speaks and chops um, Ash back down to size, and Togepi jumps down, sees a napkin on a table, and is like, oh. I'm going to go and pull this thing. And Pikachu's like, oh boy, oh boy, this is not good. Don't don't do it. Don't don't do it, Togepi. And Togepi pulls it down. Pikachu goes over, tackles Togepi out of the way. And this whole basket of forks, spoons, (laughs) knives, everything you could imagine that is completely sharp. And when I say spoon, you're like, a spoon's not sharp. No, it was the back end of the spoon. But, um... (laughs) 
But this Pikachu <laughs> freaking tackles Togepi. I'm surprised that Togepi wasn't knocked out. And, oh, no, no, it wasn't. He, oh, he, it, it, oh was it wasn't a tackle. Togepi walks away. <laughs> yeah, it was an attempted tackle. Like the Cardinals defense last night. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh that, that's terrible, Doug. <laughs> Well, matter when is this coming out? <laughs> In a couple of weeks, when it when it won't matter about the carton. Yeah, I was just <laughs> sorry, sorry to our grieving fans in Phoenix right now. Oh, I don't know what that throw. I watched up until that backyard interception, and I was like, "Well, this is it." Because like, you make that throw, it's like, is that Mitch Trubisky? Like, what the? <laughs> where was, was that like, going okay yeah, exactly, exactly i think that's what you i and everybody in phoenix was asking last night where's that throw going so pikachu falls on his back and the basket's already falling so we get a stab 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 and then we get a back shot of pikachu and all, all the forks and knives are all around Pikachu, and Pikachu catches a fork in the mouth. Like, jeez. <laughs> and one of one of the forks looks like it almost impaled Pikachu's tail at this yeah, point. Yeah, it was close. And then Togepi comes and runs over, going, Toga, 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 Toga. I was like, oh, so cute. I was like, you can't be mad at Togepi. And Ash looks over and is like, Pikachu, what the hell are you doing down there? <laughs> <laughs> are you training to be in the circus? And Mi Misty's like, Togepi, don't you try anything stupid or dangerous, okay? <laughs> and Togepi's just up there, like, cheesing. And this, and I, I saved this for you, for you, Jerry, because I figured you would have a ball with this part. But then we get Ash going, Hey, wasn't Brock with you? <laughs> and, then, and then we go to Brock's amazing scene after the Who's That Pokemon, which was coughing in this episode, everyone. Which I can't believe that he had. I'm almost sure that they're doubling back on themselves. No, coughing hasn't had one yet. Really? We might we might have had an Ekans, but yeah, coughing hasn't had one yet. Really? That shocks me. I know. I find, I find it ironic that we have mentioned. Uh, pandemic-filled hospitals in this episode. We have mentioned buffets in this episode, and now we have mentioned coughing. I think we need to check in for COVID. <laughs> Co coughing started COVID, but he started it really slow. <laughs> there, there was only yeah, there was only one coughing, and he had to do the job for everyone. <laughs> it, it didn't get real. It didn't get real dangerous until he evolved into wheezing. <laughs> Okay, all right, right before you do this scene, Jerry, I have to say, because um, with, with you talking about COVID, um, about at the, at the start of COVID, when everything was starting to get bad, I, I had bought um, the Pokemon Collection DVDs off of eBay. Uh, and I was watching them, and I'm watching these um, episodes fully through. Stephanie was over here um, just going, man, can we watch something other than Pokemon? Because that's how much Pokemon I was watching. But um, there was one episode, um, I believe it was the third season because it had Chikorita. It had um, 
Cyndaquil and all that. So I believe that was season three. But mm-hmm. there, there's, yes. there's a whole episode where when they're battling, I forgot what the premise was, but they were all wearing masks while they were battling. And I, and I snapped a picture of the TV and I sent it over to Doug. And I was like, I was like, ain't this about a bitch? I'm watching a whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they knew. (laughs) For real. (laughs) They, they Simpsons us. That's right. Japan has been wearing, um, like surgical masks, like in the subways forever. Yeah, oh, they because have. right because of, because of bird flu. Even when we were kids, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry, go go ahead and take over this magnificent scene with Brock. <laughs> so, so speaking of dead, pretty much Brock is in heaven in this scene, and he he finally gets to be amongst all of his you know his nurse joys and his officer Jennies. They're literally all in one place <laughs> due to the tournament right now. And there's just a scene and spray of chaos, and they're trying to help people cross the street, and there's just people running into each other. It's just a very chaotic scene, trying to people trying to get to the nearest Pokemon Center or hospital to get their Pokemon taken care of. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brock's over here getting in everybody's way. He's floating on cloud nine, hearts on his eyes, and everything, trying to get these people's attention. You're the no- you're the noise joy from here, and you're the noise joy from this hospital. Do you remember me? <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> I was missed a real trick. All they had to do was have Brock sitting at a booth with when Ash is eating his food or something. And he's just going through like Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy like trading cards. <laughs> like I'm still missing the Officer Jenny from um Saffron City. <laughs> One of the random cities. Yeah. So then uh, I'll conclude with my part of the scene here because I think this kind of ties back to what we were tie- what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. So they, go- they get to a Pokemon Center that has a line that's completely wrapped around the corner longer than the first one, and Ash even makes that comment. And out from around the corner comes this ghostly white hand waving them around the corner. Chris, was that you in high school trying to wave Doug over to buy a CD out of your jacket? I, I, I got I got the good one, Doug. I got the good one. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Onion ring in this case. <laughs> I'll even throw in a White Castle slider. <laughs> oh, God. And then you might have had me. I probably would have. <laughs> But uh, but from that hand, we go around the corner, and of course, we see none other than James, dressed in a nurse outfit, because James just can't help himself from dressing in womenly clothes in Pokemon. <laughs> he was so advanced at his, in this time. But James, dressed as a nurse, was like, we have a Pokemon Center. It's not crowded at all. Um, and it even has its very own Nurse Joy, and Brock just jumps up. He's like, Nurse Joy, a Nurse Joy that I have, I haven't met. Oh my god! And freaking scares the mess out of Misty and Ash. And Ash, <laughs> Ash was like, "Where did you come from?" He's like, "I'm anywhere that Nurse Joy is." <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or no, he. Oh no, 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 because I am. Please tell me um, that they didn't put this in here just to put it in here. He didn't say I'm anywhere. He said I'd come from anywhere 
asked to see a nurse joy that is the line that he used and i was like oh i was like no they didn't put that in pokemon (laughs) (laughs) that was for future you watching (laughs) for real but he's like he's like i'd come from anywhere asked to see a nurse joy and missy gets a little side eye she's like now he's driving me crazy and she's twitching her <laughs> eye. <laughs> so we go straight from that to this little rinky dink Pokemon Center, which how did they get this big old Pokeball on top of this building without anybody noticing? Because it just it just turned dark. So there's no way that they got this thing on here. It looks, it looks exactly like the Pokeballs on the top of the actual Pokemon Center. Like and I, yeah, I, how does nobody I, notice this? I gotta give Team Rocket credit in this episode. Like, this was one of the probably the, one of the more legitimate schemes that they've come up with. The fact they were able to construct this whole building, this whole fake building, and made it look completely authentic to the rest of the Pokemon centers, and even had you know a Nurse Joy standing right at the register. For real, but they're complete dopes. God, are they such? <laughs> 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 complete <laughs> they are because because they had pikachu they 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 had the plan completely like flushed out and everything and they have to go and freaking blow it all right doug i'm gonna i'm gonna give you this part so they walk into the pokemon center with this fake nurse joy and all that yeah and um you know they take pikachu like right away like ash doesn't even approach the counter like the James nurse just takes him and finally turns around and kind of looks at Brock and Brock's kind of got this worried look on his face. And he goes, well, you know, I didn't immediately go crazy when I walked in here. And usually, you know, <laughs> I mean, he basically calls himself out. He's like, you know, I get tongue tied and I start acting goofy anytime. I <laughs> he, didn't, around it. he didn't get a heart on this. week. <laughs> basically, I mean, he, Brock's like, well, maybe I just, I've, I've, I've hit an overload. Maybe I've hit my quota and, Ash is like, well, you, you just obviously weren't prepared to see this Nurse Joy, Brock. I mean, that must be it. It must have just caught you off guard. You know, you weren't prepared to see them. And Misty says, well, that's the trouble. That has to be the trouble. You just weren't prepared to see. And the only reason <laughs> we're hitting, you know, prepared and trouble is because as, you know, Ash and Brock and Misty hit prepared and trouble, um, and Jesse and James are behind the counter going into convulsions. <laughs> they couldn't help themselves. Because they've got um they've got ticks basically that anytime trouble and prepare, I mean they they have to like have like O C D for their um their motto. Motto, which isn't which isn't a laughing matter, and I shouldn't make uh trivial of it. It's not um, you know, O C D is a real thing, speaking as somebody from personal experience not as bad as i once was but still, I still have my little uh um so that's a that's a ten dollar word for you um if you take nothing away from this podcast um, all the words that we're coming up with on this podcast this week oh God. so jesse and james can't help themselves anymore they they have to have to do it they have to reset their center and they Go into their motto and they unveil the shock horror. It's Team Rocket, which we've all known for 10 minutes. <laughs> um, uh, Meowth pops up and 
and you know little uh, last little scrap of paper falls off of the R that was behind the counter and Brock says, See Ash, I told you. <laughs> I'm my radar is still pure and there, there I told you that wasn't a nurse joy. <laughs> He's like, I'm even... always a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> Which I feel is another dirty joke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is too, but Mi- Misty comes out of nowhere and just tells Brock Brock and Ash, they're like, what the fuck are you two waiting for? They got your Pokemon. Go save your Pokemon. <laughs> Stop wasting time. <laughs> and and Brock and Ash are looking like, oh, right. <laughs> Jared, you wanna you wanna go over the, the this next part? Yeah, so they uh so the the scheme is up at this point and the building kind of falls falls out of place and it's revealed that it's actually a hot air balloon concealed, and that's actually what the Pokeball was at the top, was a giant hot air balloon shaped like a meow. <laughs> One of the most obnoxious getaways here. Um, and so they, again, they can't help themselves. They've revealed themselves, and they start to kind of brag a little bit. They, they got Pikachu trapped in almost like this cylinder glass case, and they're holding them over their heads, and they're, they're crying with joy. This might actually be the time that they that they get away for once and they they can't believe their scheme actually worked to perfection. Um, to which somehow Brock still managed to keep Onyx on him at this <laughs> point. And so he lets him loose. And I always forget how big Onyx is when it, and he isn't surrounded by like a rock formation or something. Like, I think if you go back and look at the old car, they say he's like 27 feet long or something. And for, so yeah. for real. And, and I, I I have a problem with this part, <clears throat> Jared. So a couple episodes ago, we had a whole episode that was based around Onyx. It was okay. with it was with Bruno. Brought we and we saw and and it, it revolved around this huge Onyx that was living up in the in the Rockies, and Bruno wanted to catch it. So <clears throat> Brock's Onyx, we found <laughs> out, is not that big of a fucking Onyx like cool. this. Like Brock's Onyx um, can literally be the size of like just only two rocks on this big Onyx. (laughs) And the fact that Brock's Onyx, unless it got some grooves of that sand and it (laughs) went, went into the crevices of this Onyx to make them even bigger there's no fucking way that this onyx grew <laughs> the size of this fucking balloon. <laughs> like I, because you're right. Not only is he the size of the balloon, but the balloon is a good twenty feet in the air by this point, and so the, he yes. really has to stretch and get himself up there. He munched that meow's head like it was candy. <laughs> He's over here hiding a Titan, and we just didn't know it yet. For real? Um, All right. uh, Yeah, so so he gets a good chomp down on this balloon and literally takes it right out of the sky. And He says, bring it down, and somehow said, bring it back up. And then he threw the hot air balloon into the sky. So, and, okay. And there's, there's something they didn't touch on. And I'm just now noticing it right now, so I'm go. I'm going to point it out. The rest of Ash's Pokemon did not come flying out of that balloon. Oops, no. 
<laughs> it was only that. Pikachu. <laughs> but did Team Rocket only get us? Team Rocket, I think, only was able to grab Pikachu because no, they had um, Ash handed over a basket of his Pokemon, and and James took it. Well, damn. Yeah, <laughs> I I just I just noticed it right now because he placed it on the counter and started talking to Brock, and then Jesse then took all Zed Pokeballs and put them in the basket, and they were nowhere to be seen in this scene. I'm sorry, it's just little things like that, and people love when we point stuff out like that. But yeah, they he 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 did not get the rest of his Pokemon back, even though it is said in the episode that he did. Lies, <laughs> for real. Somebody got hope. Somebody got fired for that blunder. And then, oh crap! So we go straight from that, and then we hear on the announcements because we only have seven minutes left of the episode. Really, five five, five minutes left. And um, Nurse Joy comes over the um, intercom and is like. All the Pokemon centers are now free to accept any Pokemon that you need healing. And she repeats, all Pokemon centers. <laughs> that means you, ass. <laughs> <laughs> so well, she she must be a fan. <laughs> for real. She she, she she she's like she, she's like Ash is over here being a dick going to all you can eat buffets and forgetting to heal his Pokemon. That means you, Ash. Get over here. <laughs> like they would say in the movies. <laughs> so Ash is like, all right, we can go over there and heal, heal the Pokemon as quick as we can. And we go straight from this. And this is <clears throat> what we were talking about. And I'm sure we all can agree. We go straight from this to Ash running around the corner to defeating Team Rocket and as he's running, we go to a white screen, and from the white screen, we are in the middle of the ice field, in the middle of the Pokemon battle, and it is now two-on-two two because both Ash and Trainer Green, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, and that's what they call him. It irritates the mess out of me. He's even wearing a green shirt. I know. <laughs> and he just so happens to be in the green podium. <laughs> so they both have two Pokemon left and it's now Kingler on one end and Cloyster on the other. And Doug, I'm going to um, swing this over to you. Ash tells Kingler to use his crab hammer attack and uh, green trainer counters with uh, withdraw. So we literally sit there in the middle of this ice rink and King was just hammering, like, if you'll pardon the completely unavoidable pun, he's hammering down on this shell. And just <laughs> wham, wham, wham. And it's not doing anything, and it's not... <clears throat> nothing's happening, and Ash is like, well, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta switch him out. I gotta, you know... I mean, I, and then Misty stands up, and this blew my mind when I was watching this. Because she goes, no, Ash... You're on the right path. Oyster's got to be losing hit points as well. I was like, so now we're bringing hit points. <laughs> yeah, like, how I, would you know? <laughs> There's real. a floating health bar. That, yeah, yeah, where's the HUD? Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, she's like, so she's like, 
Cloyster's got to be losing hit points with every shot. So Ash is like, okay, just, you know, keep hammering away. And he's just wham, 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 wham. And then it's, <clears throat> pardon me, then the shell cracks. And you know, the green trainer's like, oh, no. And um, one final blow and the uh, cloister shell opens up and we see uh, Cloyster's got the universal face of dead Pokemon. <laughs> and... Uh, green green fellows down to his last one and he throws out an Arcanine and the whole stadium collectively falls on their ass because they say <laughs> oh, fire oh. type on the ice rink <laughs> they did they did give him a name his name is Peppleton that's even oh. worse than green guy because <laughs> <laughs> they said will Peppleton have one final Pokemon sorry <laughs> I just saw that in the captions I was like oh he does have a name that's even worse than Green Guy. <laughs> um, so it, the whole stadium is confused, and you know Ash is like, "Well, I still got Kingler, and Kingler's been beasting so far." So he says, "Bubble," and Arcanine is using its agility to get down these peaks and get away from the attack. And he calls out Dragon Rage, which I how in the fuck can a Goddamn, Arcanine used Dragon Rage. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, and you know, Kingler gets absolutely jobbed out by this Dragon Rage. He gets spit out like yesterday's crab dinner. And He can use Dragon Rage the same way Kingler can use Solar Beam. Just makes Thank no you. That's more, fair, yeah. Because, uh, Jared, I pointed out last week, so... Krabby has not been in any Pokemon battle but before he was in the Pokemon League battle. So he okay. was essentially level one. And then right. he, grew, he grew like 50 levels by defeating some hard-ass Pokemon. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, found out how to use Solar Beam, which in the TV series, you have to teach your Pokemon how to use Solar Beam. So what the fuck was Professor Oak over here doing at his yard that he taught Krabby Solar Beam before he went into a Krabby? It made no sense. The only explanation <laughs> is that Professor Oak has an underground Pokemon fight ring in his basement. Right <laughs> and that's how Krabby got so strong. Oh, no, no, he has a direct line to the Balco labs. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Ketchum is the cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh Kingler gets jobbed out by the Dragon Rage and he gets, um <clears throat> he calls him back cuz he's uh, he obviously has to. So we're down it's 1v1 and it, it's Arcanine and it ends up Pikachu finally comes out and running circles around this Arcanine. In literal circles. <laughs> Little literal circles, yes. And Arcanine uh, counters with a eyes to counter with a fire blast. Pikachu's too fast, but it takes a direct shot on one of the ice caps. And uh, Greenfellow gets a little bit bass in his voice. And he goes, I don't know why you're so cocky. Your, your chance of winning is literally melting away. And Ash we see the Arcanine. <laughs> Ash looks completely dumb. <laughs> and unprepared, and we just see that Arcanine is using all these fire attacks to literally melt the arena, and Misty <clears throat> Misty has to play dumb for a second so Brock can play the manly man and come in with the answer. 
He goes, he's trying to slow down Pikachu and, you know, take away the ice. And, you know, you're just, you're basically at that point just left with a swimming pool with two, um, two little ice cubes. Ice, ice cubes. Well, I was going to say iceberg, <laughs> but what, what Pikachu's standing on is basically an ice cube. <laughs> and poor Pikachu is literally going to be toast. And Brock says, Ash, tell Pikachu to take a dive. And Ash, Ash I can turn around and go, you mean like throw the fight? And they go, no, you idiot. No, you, you fucking. <laughs> Jared, why, why don't you take the ending of this battle um, as Pikachu jumps into the water? So once again, uh, Ash being as oblivious as he usually is, <laughs> has to be reminded that, hey, Pikachu is an electric Pokemon. Water is conductive. Why don't you use that to your advantage? <laughs> so then he has to. So then he has to be reminded of that. And basically, he comes up with the excuse was, "Well, I didn't forget. It just took me a little bit to remember." And so then he does the smart thing, and then allows Pikachu to use that big Thunderbolt attack, and pretty much blows up half the arena with the Arcanine standing on whatever ice platform it had gets blown into the air and is left with, as uh, Doug called it, that universal dead Pokemon face just floating up in the water, belly up. Um, <laughs> Which is oh, a grim image. It really is! It's a dead <laughs> dog in the water! It's horrible! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, so then, of course, we're left with the celebratory scene of Ash holding up a proud Pikachu. You know, he'd finally gotten to be used. After all the torture and abuse he'd gone through this entire episode, recapping he didn't get to, he essentially face planted in the first five minutes because he thought he was going to get used and Ash punked him. Then Ash, yeah. then Ash starved him later on in the episode. He nearly gets kidnapped <laughs> and then he nearly gets, he nearly gets fried by this Arcanine. So he's, Pikachu is the hero of this entire story after all this <laughs> chaos. For real. It, 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 it's, be, it's, it's better than um, Pikachu hanging on the cliff of a volcano getting ready to die and then you just end the episode. <laughs> next time next time on Pokemon. Will Pikachu be a fried rat? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Doug, what were you about to say? Oh, I, I was going to say, you know, once again, the final freeze frame of the episode is Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu celebrating like Ash won the whole damn thing and he just advanced to the fourth round yes yeah fourth round within a man within a span of two episodes <laughs> so all right and that is this week's episode because we got the to be continued on the freeze frame so woohoo another pokemon league episode in the books and doug i'm gonna start with you um with your dougometer as i like to call it um, out of the five stars, what do you give this week's episode? This is an easy four. Um, okay. You know, you had basically had two half battles, which I'm going to be generous and say it equates to one battle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I kind of, I well, I, I don't kind of, I wholeheartedly agree with your stance that each round should have been their own episode. You can't tell me they couldn't have fleshed out these episodes considering the literal slog of crap we had to get through just to get to the Pokemon <laughs> League. So you're telling me you couldn't have thrown some of those um, B-plots into some of these episodes and padded them out that way. And Doug, we went, we went through a snow episode 
that was a lost episode in the middle of these filler episodes. <laughs> we saw Santa Claus in an episode. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is easy for. I mean, you know, last week got the got the half bump because of the crabby um, evolution. Um, you didn't have that. Um, what you did have was Team Rocket. You know, uh, having the have, literally having the game-winning touchdown in their hands and dropping it at the two, um, <laughs> um, you know. So you know they were back to being idiots. Ash was terrible, but I don't know. He was on the he was on the border. I think if he'd have done one more shitty thing, <laughs> I think it might have bumped down to a three point five. But he <laughs> just managed to hang on to it. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna say four. All right, and Jared, Jared, what would you give this episode? That's exactly what I was thinking, even from the beginning. I thought I was going to give this one a four as well um, for a couple different reasons. One, um, they gave us a Gary teaser again. Um, Team Rocket actually had a pretty legitimate scheme in the middle of all this because I was thinking, I'm like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, why are they calling this Fire and Ice? And we didn't realize it until the last five minutes of the show. But <laughs> be, because, because of all the nice filler they actually had in this episode, I didn't mind that it took it that long. Um, and I didn't mind that the battles were a little bit shorter at the beginning and at the end, because they both kind of contained a lot within the five minutes that they were with each other. Um, so I think that's probably where I was at with it. Um, we had a lot of good filler in between, a lot of humor. Uh, I can't, I can't go wrong with that. With Brock going apeshit crazy on, on Cloud Nine with all the the Nurse Joys and Officer Jennies, and the fact that it actually kind of worked in his favor this episode that he knew it was a whole plot um, that Team Rocket was up to. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. I believe also that it was a four star rating. All right, and I think it's going to be a clean sweep because I'm going with the four as well. Um, I'm just going to run down what like what we had in this episode, like. It, I'm I'm thinking back now, and I'm like, we've had so much in just one episode. Not so we had the ending to round number two. We had um, the ending um, to round number three. We had Horny Brock. We had Team Rocket. <laughs> um, we had the Pokemon um, needing to go to the Pokemon Center. We had Ash go to a whole buffet and eat a whole buffet. We had Pikachu almost get stabbed. Freaking, like, we, we had everything in this episode. The only thing that was missing is an evolution. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, you put all of that together. It's, it amazes me they got that within 20 minutes. So, yes, yeah, a clean four in this episode as well. So, that's that's what I'm going to give it. And then it is now time, everyone, for the Pokemon pack. I'm going to rub this one on my head. Come on, <laughs> on. Give me something good. All right, everybody. This week I am opening, which one is this? A Sword and Shield Chilling Rain pack. So, all right. Let's, let's go ahead and get this one open. Oh, this one was easy to open compared to others. Oh, son of a bitch. So I got a black card, everybody, which means that it's a <laughs> means it's a dud pack. So we will find out. All right. I got oh um Jared, I'm gonna give this one to you. Um and then 
because uh, what I like to ask our guests, and I normally ask Doug this, is when I'm flipping over the cards, there is a energy card. Um, what okay. is what is the what are what do you guess the energy card is going to be before I flip it over? I will guess it's going to be water. Water, okay, and it is two in a row. All right, I got a water energy. Hey, I, I got a reboot. A trainer Agatha, a trainer frog crystal. I got a spiel, a swirlix, a yamask, a cast form. Oh, I got two cast forms in a row. I got the sun cast form, and then I got the regular cast form. My reverse hollow is an Obama snow, and then my rare is a non hollow Doug trio. So, yes, a dud pack. But that, but that, that, that Obama snow does look pretty badass. He has a mega punch that does 90 damage. I'm going to have to show that one to my son, but all right, everybody, if you want to see those cards, go on our Instagram and you can see all these nice, pretty colorful cards that we have on there. But Jared, I want to thank you again for coming on this week's episode. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I mean, anytime I can get together with you guys, it's always a treat and, I really appreciate you allowing me to come on here and celebrate something that I truly have cherished since I was a little kid. So it's, 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 I'm just glad you guys are getting this thing up off the ground. And, you know, Pokemon podcast, a great time to be alive. I know. <laughs> so, Doug, do you have anything else to add this week before we sign off this week? Uh, yes, uh, a couple things. Um, one, um, and I know this is coming out in a couple uh, weeks, so there's going to be a few more episodes in the can. But and I and keep in mind, I've only seen the first two. But everybody, give Peacemaker a look on HBO Max. Um, oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah, John Cena. I uh, I, like I, I, say, I made the mistake of watching episode one with my son, and then I was told by oh, my wife. Oh, he, oh he, no! Oh, <laughs> I was no. I was told, <laughs> I was told by my wife turn that shit off until he goes to bed. <laughs> Way to go, Dad. Yeah, that's not that's not a uh, that's that's not fam that's that's not John Cena. <laughs> you can definitely see him. You can see him. You can possibly see too much of him. But yeah, um like I say, I haven't watched the third episode yet. Um I, I probably could have. I mean I was I was having a ball watching him, but I it got to be like two thirty, I had to stop. Um Jesus. So yeah, I'm gonna finish that one before the next episode comes out this Thursday. And <clears throat> if you will uh, allow me to twist the knife to our poor Arizona Cardinals fans one more time, I have oh. an interesting stat from last night's game. Tyler <laughs> Murray's passer rating was forty point nine. Odell Yay. Beckham's Odell, Be- Odell Beckham's passer rating was one hundred eighteen point eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> Way to stick it to him, Doug. <laughs> we're going to have a, a dip in Arizona this week. I can just kind of feel it. I'd also like to thank Cooper Cup for giving me a spectacular fantasy season. I did not win my championship this year, but he helped me get him and Jonathan Taylor helped me get all the way there. So, hey, all right. All right. <laughs> You're going to have I'm going to have to talk to you off air. I've, I, I want to give um, a fantasy uh, football for like a year but obviously it's not gonna be this year i want to try it next year and you i got you yeah i need i need some pointers for next year so i got you 
the uh, the Jared Consulting Firm is open again. So <laughs> I've been to two. I've been to two championships in a row. Won the first one, and I lost this year. So, oh, okay. So you're the Chiefs. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm the. Chi- I'm currently the Chiefs dynasty. <laughs> so, all right, Doug. Any 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 other final words? Um. Well, since I didn't have to say it last week. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say anything negative. I'm just going to say, uh, go Niners. Um, if you got, if you've got one more game in you, you got one more game in you. And when, when, really when, when people are hearing this, they're like, Oh, the Niners lost. Yeah. Oh, the poor guy doesn't have any idea. Um, <laughs> and, I'm all, and I'm also really looking forward to Kansas city versus Buffalo this weekend. Yep. I am as well. So, all right. Well, then, all the football out of the way. Go ahead and say your goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. Don't forget about the rumble either. <laughs> <laughs> How could we forget with Michael Cole reminding us every five minutes? For real. A rumble that has barely anybody in it. <laughs> all right. Again, I want to thank you, Jared. So if you want to give a nice little sign out, Jared, and then I will close out for you. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you for having me on. All right, and this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you don't miss next week's episode because it's literally called the fourth round rumble, everybody. The fourth round rumble. Let's hope the whole episode is a damn freaking match. Let's just pray. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Let's have a good night, and I will catch you next week. Have a good night, everyone.